Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropulse podcast brought to you by CATS Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined with my co-host today, Dr. Alex Calio. Dr. Alex, I want to talk about the world of sports in relation to chiropractic and how, you know, you and I both have had the experience of being a team doctor for, for sports teams. Um, in fact, ironically, both of us for colleges. Um, we have a very, very good friend who is a, one of the team doctors for a professional team. Um, and, and there's just some great rewards to being a team doctor and being involved in that level. And I know you and I have talked about this a little bit before, but, um, you know, I know a lot of docs out there just don't know how to get into it. And if you have to have special training and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that'd be a great topic for us today. Yeah, Absolutely. And that, you know, I think as far as you know, the 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 idea of special training or or what you need. I mean, obviously, we're all kind of specialized a bit. It certainly helps if you've, you know, maybe taken some interest down the sports line and managing that. But I think some of that kind of depends on what is your role with the team that you're, you know, right. jumping aboard. Mm-hmm. Are are you, you know, is this a? I've done a, a summer collegiate, you know, baseball league and you know, it was very loosely handled on the medical side. So I did quite a bit of things. Sometimes it would be the first point of contact on the injury. If a guy came in through the week to where now, you know, uh, uh, with current sports that, you know, it's very much a singular lane that, that you're in. So I think some of that kind of depends on what the situation is. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you know, in the professional world, probably you're going to be in just the chiropractic lane. You're there to adjust some players, um, and they have other medical staff that handles everything else. But sometimes I know I know my experience. Um, I, so I worked with a, a college and all their teams. I worked with a semi-pro baseball team and a semi-pro football team. And on all of those, I was the only medical staff they had. Yeah. So, you know, I'm seeing everything from broken fingers to blown out knees and concussions. And, you know, so you you really had to be on your toes. So I did get some extra training in like concussion protocols and taping and bracing and and some of those kind of things. But, you know, honestly, I think as chiropractors, we're very well equipped already just, just from our, our uh, chiropractic education. I think we're pretty well equipped to fill that role in some way, whether it's <clears throat> just on the chiropractic adjusting side, or if you're truly in there with your with your med bag, pulling out tape and bandaging up fingers yeah. and things. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's I think it's just important to, you know, really understand kind of what your lane is going to be. So I, I get this question a lot. How did you get that opportunity? And my answer is always very, very simple. I asked. I very simply just asked. So, for example, the uh, the uh, college that I worked for, the athletic director lived next door to me. And so we were friends. And one day, not too long after they had moved in, I just said, hey, how are you taking care of the players? You know, what what uh, you know, what what kind of health care do they get? And he just looked at me with a blank stare and said nothing. And I said, well, what do you think about uh, me helping you guys out? And he was floored that I would even offer. And so the first year we did it complimentary. And then, you know, after that, you know, there was some, there was some uh, compensation afterwards. So, um, you know, but, but how did you get involved? 
Yeah, I mean, very similarly, and I think it depends on, on a little bit of, you know, some of the, the smaller team stuff I've done in the past was kind of through a patient owned the team, uh, you know, and happened to get talking on that current situation, kind of similar to yours. It was, uh, you know, kind of, we've been seeing players on their own off and on over the years, yeah. uh, trying to get a foot in the door and happened to uh, ha- have, uh, you know, one of the, the newer staff employees move in next door and struck up a conversation and kind of got in front of the right person to get a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And same, much like you, it was like, hey, who's doing this? You know, yeah. you guys have this in and they happen to have brought in somebody and uh, I, I sat and stewed on it for a couple hours and reached back out, you know, after a bit and said, you know, we've been trying to get a foot in the door for the last couple of years, whether we get the job or not, I just want a chance to sit down and talk about it. And they, you know, from there, they're like, well, yeah, we want to bring you in too. So it just, you, you do need to be a little assertive. I think you got to go on that. You can't sit back and wait for it to come to you. If you, right. if you want to work with a sports team, you've got to go make those introductions uh, you know, get, get in touch with the decision makers, you know, there and find out who that is and just, you know, go, go offer your services. And, and again, depending on the level from whether that's high school or up to, you know, collegiate or pro, there's going to be some different protocols there. Um, but it, it, most of the time, it's just a matter of, of, uh, you know, asking and, and kind of getting your foot forward. Yeah. It's just the simple ask really in most cases. Yeah. Um, I, I want to keep talking about this topic, but we, we need to take a little break here just to get a word in from our sponsor. But um, we're talking about how chiropractors can get involved in sports and whether you need additional training and and how do you get those opportunities. So we'll come back here in just a minute. We'll, we'll dive into this just a little deeper. We'll be right back. Here's a quick message from our sponsor, Cats Chiropractic Business Advisors. We'll be right back. Is your team dropping the ball? Do you have your go-to person who always has the ball? Is your team trained and ready for what daily practice throws at them? Can you depend on your team to catch the training on their own? Let us help you hit it out of the park. We We want want to be be your coach. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the KC Chiropods podcast. We are... Uh, I'm here with Dr. Alex Calio, and uh, we're talking about how to get involved in sports and and how to do things like become part of a medical staff on a sports team or or become the team physician, however that may come to play. And both of us had kind of a similar experience because the way we got involved um, was very simple. It was just asking. It was just kind of being in the right place at the right time and just asking the right people if we could get a foot in the door. Um, and mine was met with a resounding yes immediately. And yours, you had to work at it just a little bit um, to, to fully get that door open. But you you just, I'm going to use your word that you said at the, at the top of the podcast, you had to be a little assertive. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, it's just kind of following up and being persistent. I said, we've been working, I bet, gosh, at least five, six years you know, to get a foot in the door. And we finally got, you know, a, a little change in regime, a little change in, in yeah. the staff that was around, but, you know, finally got to a point where there was, there was a yes. So, you know, it's one of those don't, you know, don't give up if you're wanting to, to get that foot in the door, but you got to put a, a little bit of, of, uh, you know, something to it too. I mean, I put together a nice CV, you know, of my history and, and my experiences and, and having worked with smaller teams and, 
some and certainly educational training, all of that as well. So yeah, I had to go a little bit further yep. uh, than just a straight ask, but um, you know, that's persistence. It pays off. Yeah, it does pay off. It does pay off. So we started talking a little bit too about whether or not you need additional education. And I think we both agree that primarily, depending on what you're going to be doing on the team, uh, for the team medically, uh, I think chiropractors are pretty well equipped already. Um, I don't know that additional training for the most part really helps a whole lot unless you're doing a lot of extra things. Like, like for example, I was the only doctor around. They didn't even have a, a, a trainer. Um, so, you know, if somebody sprained an ankle, for example, I was taping the ankle. Um, you know, so I had to learn, I had to brush up on, you know, a few things like that. But, uh, you know, for the most part, if you understand, if, you, if you're doing a lot of different things, you need to understand concussion protocols. Whether you're the treating person or not, you want to be able to be armed with the tools of how to recognize it and how to treat it. And when it is just about a headache or when it's an emergency. Yep. And then you will so say that's, yeah, jumping in there. Uh, you know, there, we've had a couple of guys that, you know, again, they, they, they screen and they have all the medical staff, you know, here that's handling all that stuff that usually they're screened out to come see me. Sure. There, there's, you know, nothing structurally going on, but you get a few guys that'll try to hide some of that stuff to avoid getting sat or missing practice time or, or fear of getting dropped on the depth chart. That, yeah, you, you've got to be able to recognize some signs of that. You know, is this a tension headache from just the day-to-day stuff, or do we have a little something more going on? So, yeah, it definitely is helpful to be at least versed in, in that protocol. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you, you also want to make sure that you're developing good relationships with these players. You know, a lot of these players are expecting to go on to the next level. And so they're very particular about who they will work with sometimes, um, yep. especially, especially the starters that, you know, really have a, a high potential to move on to the pros or something like that. They're, they're very picky. So you, you have to go in not only with a high skill level, but you have to have the confidence behind it as well. Um, yep. And I, I had some interesting conversations sometimes with, with players. We had one player, a basketball player, and he had hurt his low back to the point where he really couldn't play very well. He was just trying to manage it on his own. And it took me probably every day for a week to convince him to let me adjust him. And he was better afterwards, but he'd never been adjusted before. And he didn't really understand the process. And his fear was that I would make him worse. So you really have to have that good, solid connection along with, you know, being a good skilled adjuster and diagnostician. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I ran into actually a very similar situation Mm -hmm. just today. Yeah. Or overheard a couple of players coming out of having their massage time that oh they just weren't getting work done firm enough it just wasn't getting things moving they were still feeling it and I you know the player that I, I have not seen on the table yet uh, and so you know asserted myself into that conversation you know to kind of say hey you know you need to come in and see me then tomorrow if you really want to get that worked over Let, let's get you over on our side uh, but you know some of the technique side of that too I think you know we we do a lot of soft tissue stuff with these guys I mean we get into um, you know some ART you know trigger point work it's a lot of resistance yep. stretching so definitely you know that that's a lane that you know a lot of these players need and, and appreciate we're even doing some dry needling we're doing some some odds and ends things that we're starting now that we've been in there for a bit getting allowed to start to do 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, having a few different tools in the tool bag, uh, you know, along with adjusting is certainly uh, good, but a lot of that will depend on, again, on the situation that, uh, kind of what the setup is. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you just, you have to let them get comfortable with you, I guess is, I guess is kind of the point. Yeah. So what I would do sometimes is I would go to their practices just so they got used to seeing me around. Um, so that they really understood that I wasn't just there once in a while, that I was really kind of part of the team. And the coaches addressed me as the team doctor. Um, and, you know, th there's some nice perks that go along with it sometimes. You know, I got I got to go to all the games. Um, I got to sit on the bench with the team, which was fun. And as a former baseball player, when I was treating the baseball team, um, it was fun for me to be sitting in the dugout again. Really enjoy, absolutely. It. You know, and you get you get some other perks. You get you get a little higher level of visibility in your community, which is especially effective if you're in a smaller town. Um, you know, people see you out there with the team, and uh, it just kind of raises the bar a little bit for your clinic. Yeah, agreed. That, that's even you know the, the perks that I, my nine year old came with me to a game last weekend. And, oh, uh, you know we. We, we were down before the game, kind of down close to the sideline on the field level. And, and you know, a few guys coming by, you know, recognized me. They, you know, came over and high-fived her and did some different things. So, yeah, it's a, I mean, it, you do get a little bit of that that kind of, you know, yeah, in with the team or just the, the fun of that, especially if you were a former athlete, you right. know, to, to have a little bit, just that little bit of, of a camaraderie of a locker room again with some of the guys that is pretty fun. And with guys or gals, depending on, again, what, what sports you're working with. Yeah, and sometimes you develop deep relationships, long-term relationships with coaches and things too. And um, you know, the the cool thing about it is when when people going to the game see you there, um, they you you become how, how do I want to put this? You become present time consciousness with them. So they may not think that they need chiropractic or anything like like that right now, but if they do hurt themselves, who are they going to remember? They're going to remember you because they saw you at the games. So yeah. you know, there's just a lot of these little perks that come along with it. And I don't know, I, I just always had fun being around the athletes. They're just fun. Yeah. Well, I think if you get into too, with, you know, the coaches and other staff around the team, if they're, you know, seeing you a little bit and, and getting, you know, getting adjusted by you and there, they, all of those people typically have spouses, girlfriends that aren't anything to do with the, the sports side of it or right. on the team, but they're living in the community. And certainly if one of them has a need, you yeah. know, and they're, you know, especially in a bigger program, they may be new to an area or are they going to go? Hey, who's the team? You Okay. Well, that's who we're going to call too, because they have a practice out in the community uh, that we can go to. And so, you know, same, some, a lot of these, you know, the players have, have siblings or have family that may be in the area or it's just your current patient base. You know, they find out you're working with a team, right. you know, they, they certainly think that's, that's pretty cool. And that makes you more of an expert in their eyes. They're more apt to refer. So it just has a kind of a win-win situation that builds off of itself over time. Yeah, truly, truly it does. So if you're interested in working with a sports team out there, docs, just go ask, just, just go start hanging around, go to the games, get to know the coaches, you know, find out, what kind of training staff they have and medical staff they have. But, you know, the big thing is just, you got to go ask. And like Alex said, you know, you can't sit back and wait for it to come to you. You know, you, the, the school that I work for, even though they didn't have any medical staff, 
they weren't coming and knocking on my door. I was the one that asked. So it's uh, if you want to be involved, just you got to get out there and do it. And don't take no the first time. It may take some time, but right. you know, continue to go back, continue to make those inroads, and and eventually, uh, you know, you'll probably get the yes. Absolutely. All right, everybody. So the big takeaway: if you want to be involved in sports and bring your chiropractic success into the sports world, you just got to go ask. So get us sort of out there. All right, everybody. Alex, thanks for joining me today. Everybody out there, if you haven't done this yet, go to catsconsultants.com and check us out, see what we're doing to help doctors really improve their, their chances of success. So I cannot talk today. It's football season, so my voice is very rough. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening today. We'll see you next time. 